Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Hello and welcome to episode 102 of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. We are here in Reza's bedroom right now. This, that, now that this <laughs> sounds way worse than it was supposed to sound like. So what happened was no, no, now it still sounds bad. <laughs> no, we're just we're uh, we're all home. Yeah, we're home for the Thanksgiving holidays. Yeah, hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving and you got everything on your Black Friday shopping list that you could have asked for. <laughs> they got yeah everything that Thanksgiving needed was basically in line at Best Buy. Yeah, it was. I remember we were. I was going to a family friend's place yesterday. Uh, shout out to the Shoe family. But there was, a, there was a lot of traffic. when We we went to go see Fantastic Beasts somewhere to find them yesterday. Oh, yeah. In the middle that? of that. It was, it was garbage. Oh. It was not good. Okay. And we just were more surprised at how many cars were on the road. What, knowing, time, knowing, what time was that? We saw a movie that was started at 2.50 and we got out around oh, 5. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think all the stores were starting at 6 or 5 p.m., 6 p.m.? It's 5, 6. Yeah. And I just know that there were so many cars on 202. What time did you guys eat dinner then? After. After, okay. After Because so... Everything we, is set yeah, already? Yeah, I think the life pro tip, the way we do it is the best. It's Thanksgiving starts at lunch. Mm. So we ate our first thing at 12.30 okay. and you go hard at 12.30. And you pick all day because the food's all out. You don't right. have to do anything. And then we reheat food at around 6 o'clock. That's really good. Then you, then you can at least fit your food in the fridge at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's nice is they had a lot of papaya and pineapple, which is great just to move stuff through the system because yeah. there's just way too much food. The food's <laughs> always good, though. Our family always does it right. Uh, their family, our family, we always do the Asian Thanksgiving so we do. I haven't been to an Asian Thanksgiving yet. Yeah, right. You're not. You're not. I've been to the aftermath of an Asian Thanksgiving. But have it's you? not. Yeah, yeah. Like I've been to Yaron's house oh, afterward, okay. and you know they have food out. They always offer stuff. Yeah. But at that point, I'm stuffed too. You know. Right. Right. So it's just a lot of good food, and he had James had a a friend of ours had a, an HTC Vive, which is VR. Yeah. This Virtual new, reality. Yeah, this new VR system. And it was a lot of fun. I I remember wearing the Oculus maybe last year or two years yeah, ago. Yeah, I think it was just a year ago. You just were telling me ago. about it. At least I don't remember. And I was so it. dizzy wearing that thing. I thought to myself, "There's no way that VR is going to catch on. This fat is going to die in the water." But this year, I mean, you wear this uh, HTC Vive headset, and you sort of strap in. You wear headphones over it, and you wear, hold these two little wands, and you're looking around, and it's great. How quickly does your brain switch off and forget the environment that you were just standing in? Like, how do? Because obviously, it's not like you forget where you were, yeah. right? But at the same time, you lose your bearings, right? Very quickly, you lose it all. Walls left and so right. with the great, the great design thing that they did for that was you map out the room when you turn it on. Mm-hmm. So you sort of like put the wands close to the uh, perimeter of the room uh, to map out the safe zone. And so then, it starts to warn you if you leave that. Yeah, so oh, nice. uh, uh, a blue grid will show up when you're close to the edge. Wow. And then you know the bot back. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. it's uh, The main game that we were playing was this game called Longbow, which is you just stand in a tower 
And these little, like, not stick figures, but, like, these cartoonish-looking guys uh, who either have shields or helmets or whatever. They're trying to get into this door of yours, and you just, like, pretend like you hold a bow and arrow, and you just keep yeah, shooting. It's a lot of fun. Like, if my sister or my mom got into it, this is when I realized VR, like, they figured out the motion sickness aspect of things. So how do you think they figured that out, exactly? Like, do you, it, I'm sure it's hard to pinpoint exactly, so you, you're not behind it. You know the code yeah. or whatever that you're not seeing the technical details, but could do you think you could kind of pinpoint what it was that made the Oculus so difficult for you to use, but the Vive much better? Was it just I, smoother? It was definitely smoother. Um, you could you could tell that it was rendering in real time. Okay. I think the thing with Oculus was you were still moving with a with a keyboard. Oh. So your body wasn't I in the space per yeah, se. It yeah, was almost yeah. like you were wearing a screen really close to your face. With. With Vibe, you're still able to move, and anytime you move your head, it, it's tracking. That. It's tracking all in real time, so you I sort see. of see everything. And when it lags a little bit, you can get motion sickness very quickly. But when the lag is not there, it does feel like there's they got depth perception down pat. That's great. Yeah, I I was listening to um, this. Or I was watching this guy's video. Um, I, don't, I can't remember his name, but the channel is Accursed Farms. Uh huh. He's the guy who did the Inside Freeman's Mind, if anyone's ever seen those videos, they're great videos. But uh, he was talking about the Oculus, or at least VR in general. Mm -hmm. And I think he was talking specifically about, about the Oculus because I think he didn't have the money to afford like the Vive or any of the other competitors that are out there. And he was saying that his biggest concern is the motion sickness. He said he played it for like five minutes and he had to take it off because yeah. he was about to vomit. Yeah, And so he was basically describing what they needed to do or what sh what hopefully what could be fixed mm -hmm. over the next few years to make it ac accessible for everybody. Yeah, I think the what they did with the Vive cuz that's all I got to t all I got to play. They did a really good job of reducing the motion sickness cuz my mom is really sensitive to motion sickness and she kept wanting to play more and more of this longbow game. Yeah. So she felt like she was in that world immediately cuz she was in the living room and we're all sort of sitting around couches watching her play. So it was it was definitely a great experience. Yeah, it's he said that it was seven ninety nine for um, everything that was in the box, and what was in the box was these two like ro uh, room sort of cameras. He bought these stands to sort of put them up like lights, but you can drill them into the wall, which I probably won't do. <laughs> but you get these like really tall like uh, sort of camera tripods. Yeah, yeah. And then you just like a really long pole up, you put it at the top, and you tilt it down. So it's almost like, uh, what is that, uh, the Xbox? Uh, the connectors? The connect okay. connect cameras almost. And then you get uh, the headset and the two wands. And that's pretty much it. He uses uh, like a pretty decent rig for it. Um, there's no, I don't think there's any 4K VR just yet. Okay. Um, but he said everything that we were watching was being rendered in 1080p. There was some like view sort of like tech demos that they had mm -hmm. where like you're standing on top of a mountain you're standing in a cave you're standing in venice and they, they did a really good job of that did he give you an idea as to how complicated it was to set up like is this really intuitive and simple for people to figure out or is this a little more complicated because my, my sense of like the oculus or at least the early days of yeah. vr was that there was a lot of um I don't want to say hacking that people have to do, mm -hmm. but they have to know their stuff. You know, it's not yeah. as simple as just connecting a console to a TV and just and just being ready to go. That's a good question. We didn't get into the setup, but he is uh, very computer literate. Um, so I don't know what is considered like what the bar is for that. Okay, but I would imagine 
you would have to know how to install software. I think that's really it. Okay. Everything was run through Steam. Oh, it's very simple. Though. Yeah, so it was just Steam, and you go into a drop-down and Steam VR. So then you know, all the products you're looking at are for VR. Interesting. Yeah. And certain games, I think, have to be optimized for VR. So yeah. maybe you can boot some games in VR, but maybe they're going to be terrible. Potentially. I'm not sure. We He did buy one game that was like a space pirate game. And all you were was you were standing in the middle of a platform. And these little uh, circular droids were shooting lasers at you. And you yeah. had to shoot them before you got shot. You had a shield and like all these cool things you could do. But, I mean, I'm not also not ready to drop that kind of money for something absolutely um in the space that i might have because you've seen my living room right now and i think i could fit it but it would be a really weird thing to have yeah yeah i mean i do all my gaming in my room and yeah and, and we're sitting in my room right now and after getting like a whole new furniture set up i have a whole lot less space than i used to have mm-hmm. i could probably adjust things to make it so that i can possibly do something in here, yeah. But no way I would do it, especially right now. I do, I do feel like we're still kind of in the in like the beta of oh, it. Oh yeah. And so they're working to they're working to get uh, they're working with like the early adopters. And right. I think I think they're they're loving it. Like it looks sure. like it's fun, but it's, it's I love it expensive. too. If I if I lived out here, I had a house, knowing the kind of setup that I would have, I would love to buy one of these things. Yeah. I also think what would be really fun one day is getting some sort of omnidirectional treadmill. I think that's going to be one of those things that we're all going to quote-unquote need, and I don't know how we solve that for mass market. Because you've seen people play like VR, like those uh, first-person shooter games, yeah. where they're sort of like hooked in at the waist, and you can sort of lean yeah. forward and lean back. Like Those look really cool. That would be really cool to have. I would love to play something like a Battlefield or something with that setup. So you have the, the Vive mask, you have your surround sound headphones, and then if you could figure out a way to get some sort of like... A gun attachment that felt like it was meaty. Yeah, I would love that. Just to think, like, okay, so if you modeled it after like a heavy polymer, and you made it weigh eight pounds, similar to what a standard AR might weigh, made it eight pounds, and then you sort of have the thing where if you look down and you're swapping mags in and out, and you're looking down sight. Yeah, that could be a lot of fun. That would also change the way games are played because then like the whole Absolutely. skill thing comes into play again. So I'm wondering how this, like, how they're going to do multiplayer. Are they going to focus more on single-player games? Kind of like, you know, how the beginning of the console era was with Mario and, like, the Super Nintendo and N64. It wasn't until, what, the sixth generation of consoles with the Xbox 360 and PS3 where we started to see multiplayer games kind of take off outside of the PC world, you know, where in mainstream. Yeah. I would say that right now most of the games are tech demo-based. So... I know, like, PSVR has stuff like you're sitting in a rail car and you're shooting stuff. It's very controlled. Right. I think very shortly, though, we're going to see some free-range movement in a uh, in a single-player game. Now, I wonder, because we're still holding wands and whatnot, if one wand is for movement and another wand is for sh- our shooting or interacting right, with the world. It would be. But ideally, you get rid of that. Yeah. Because I just read the book Ready Player One by Ernest Cline, which was such a great book. Um, a lot of 80s references. Like, you know all the references. You know all the games. And they have this system where all these people are entering. It's called the Oasis. It's like the Matrix. You just tap right in. Yeah. And it's supposed to be as real as you could be, except everyone sort of 
uh, MMO'd out. So some people are elves, some people are orcs, whatever, and everyone's got these crazy guns, and you can have sort of all these different experiences. But in, in that world, I think you put a headset on, and you wore a whole bodysuit. Oh. And so you get all the tactile thing there, and you wore gloves. So if you wear gloves, that's all you need to do. Right. Now, I don't know how they've figured out movement, per se. I think it was just if you thought about it, like the intent was there, then you move forward. Yeah, that's a tough thing to imagine because I, every time I every time I contemplate this, it seems like you need a full, like massive setup with like a three directional treadmill like thing yeah. where, and it has to react instantly because you can't fall over. You know, so if you're if you're running forward, yeah, it it runs with you. Yeah, and then as soon as you stop, that that treadmill has to stop too, and you have to and, and, and like in a way where you're not falling over you know right um maybe you leverage something like these hoverboards are doing where if you lean forward you move forward if you lean back you go back yeah maybe it's something where that way you can play in a chair yeah i'm trying to like I, there are rigs that exist like that already i'm trying mm -hmm. to think what they do exactly i think what they do is actually is a frictionless um surface and you're kind of strapped in so you're you're almost harnessed into this thing at the waist yeah uh, and so you run forward like if you have socks on and you're kind of sliding across this surface, you know, yeah. you're not actually running. But I'm not sure how it works then when you stop, you know? Yeah. You can't or just stop on a dive. Can you stop? Can you dive? Can you, like, is that it able to capture can't. at all angles? Like, if you got down on your left knee, but I got down on my right knee to engage in something, is it able to pick that up? Right. What will be interesting is, let's just say five years from now, ten years from now, where we're... Jesus, 10 years from now, it'd be 38, 38 37, 38. Um, what gaming feels like then. Yeah. What it'll be like then. I mean, honestly, I feel like at that point of our lives, it's gaming's going to be like a fraction of what it is now. I guess everything's a fraction of what, but I mean like a lot less. I think I think our responsibilities. Uh, like of your time? Yeah, oh, I think sure. our responsibility is going to be so great. I think it's going to be our kids are going to be the ones, or maybe close to that time, yeah. at least our kids will be the ones who are experiencing most of that. Right. And we're going to kind of be like the adults who just wander into the room and see, wow, like, you know, when I was a kid, we sat down with the controller. Whatever. Right. Now you guys have these headsets and How crazy would it be if you kept your Xbox One and be like, Yo, listen, let me take you back. Dude, I'll keep my Xbox One because I still got a backlog of like eight games I'm trying to finish. You're never right going to make it through like... You bought another game today. <laughs> we talked about this. We bought a game together. Titanfall 2. Because it was a good deal, though. How much was that game for us? $16? $18? 12 for me. Like 16 18 for you. Yeah. And that game came out like a month ago? Yeah. That's nuts. Well, I got Gears of War and it came out for, for 30 and it came out... Like... A week ago? Like um, like a couple weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. So. What other games did you get recently? Metro. Metro, but, and, uh... Everyone says that's a really good first-person shooter, like, immersive world. I have the original on the on my PC. Yeah. I got those from, like, a Humble Bundle. I'm thinking about getting a PC soon, um, especially when my lease comes up in May. That'd be nice. And if I get my own space, then I would definitely think about getting a rig. I don't know if I'm ready and willing, because there's something really nice about the Xbox One. Or just console gaming for us in general. Yeah. Where you, like, that's how we, I mean, we said this before, this is how we are Keep doing touch, what we, right? This is how we do what we do right now. Yeah. And it's really nice just to plug and play. I don't need to download, like, anything that I need to do or just 
updates and it does it on its own and it just works i'm not trying to be he figuring out what drivers i need what audio like all these i'll tell you this it's PCs. a lot it's way 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 easier than you think like as soon as you get your as soon as you get your rig uh -huh. like and you don't even have to build it yourself you can just get like a pre-built one so i want to i want to so I think you save money if you build it yourself. You can if you if you do it right. Um, okay. And then, so you, you know, put everything together. It's 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 pretty easy overall. Uh, the hardest part really is just connecting the parts, the components to one another on the motherboard, uh -huh. and then properly managing the cables. But if you get some like wire wraps or whatever, you can do it. You know, neatly enough. Yeah. And if you don't have anything that's transparent, it doesn't really matter anyway. Uh huh. So you get your motherboard. You throw your, your the CPU into it. Okay. Latch that in. Um. You get like the RAM sticks, throw those in. Those literally are just like, I mean, it, it's, imagine like a USB without yeah. the protective um, like rectangle around it. Right. You're just connecting the pins into the, the drive, the socket. Okay. And you plug that in and you just push it in and then you and then you just secure them in. For, a, for a, when they say you have a quote unquote, and I've got little fingers up right now, powerful gaming rig, what are the components that you should what that you should invest more in is it graphics card it's a little bit of everything so okay. you you need like so when when gaming like kind of evolves typically like i i, I want to say that the two things that are going to go they're going to go first are or the, the the earliest will be your processor and your graphics card and the, the cpu and the gpu okay. it's dependent on, on you know what version or how much you spend early on but Part of the problem with graphics cards is that you can you can go out and you can buy a really nice like like I, I want to say the top two percent of graphics cards that exist maybe top one percent really for like two hundred dollars but the the newest of the new graphics cards are like five or six hundred dollars oh. and those are like the best of the best but the problem like the thing is if you wait a year that quality of a graphics card that was like five or six hundred dollars if if it's not those exact models it's models that have come out after them but are this are just as powerful that are now like two three hundred dollars okay so the graphics card um technology seems to improve pretty quickly seems okay. to seems to evolve relatively quickly so um and then the processors they you know those go eventually but it's probably the graphics card and then then cpu there's ram which is going to affect things but if your motherboard can support it you can upgrade ram over time too yeah um how much ram would be comfortable. So if I spent three hundred dollars, like a mid to high level graphics card processor, like how much is a decent processor to for that three hundred dollar? You so if you if you were to spend like you probably spend three hundred dollars on a processor, maybe four hundred depending on which ones you get. Okay. I don't. So let's I don't, just I don't keep up with them very okay. much. So, so hypothetically, let's say four hundred. So I'm at seven hundred right now. I only got right. two parts. How much are these RAM sticks? RAM sticks. Oh, man, I don't even know exactly. So, so nowadays you're gonna probably want either 16 or 32 gigs of RAM. 16 yeah. is probably gonna go a long way for you. So I don't know if if 32 is something that's really necessary. 16 is enough. 16 should be enough. Yeah, I have eight in I have eight in mine right now. Yeah. Um, I have eight in my laptop, and eight goes a long way for me. Okay. I can still do I can still do decent gaming on my on my desktop. What? The thing that's the thing that's expiring in my in my desktop that's preventing me from playing some of the more modern games is actually my CPU. Oh, okay. But this computer is five. It, it's it's a little over five years old now. Okay, so I, you're I'll coming towards the 
somewhat end of that life cycle? I guess so, yeah. I mean, the, the graphics card I upgraded three years ago, and uh -huh. that's when I first started doing some PC gaming. I never played anything competitively, but I would just, you know, do hop into a Humble Bundle every now and again. Yeah. Some, like, Alan Wake. Uh, what else did I play? I played the Metro games. Okay. I played... Um, what's the game with you? You're in the desert. Uh, Spec Ops: The Line, great game. Right, right. And I play. I was in uh, Amnesia. I was able to play most of those games on, if not like the highest settings, pretty damn near the highest settings. Okay. And I would get great performance out of them. So, okay. uh, I mean, like that's when you ha when you become a, a super snob. That's when you're spending like five hundred dollars on a graphics card. You become like, oh, I want to run my game on ultra high. I want I want to play Battlefield Online, getting like ninety frames per second, yeah. and have no. No drop Like, frames. when people, like, hypothetically, like, you're seeing these things on Reddit, like, 4K, mm -hmm. 3,000 by yeah. whatever. Well, if I wanted a rig like that, how much is that going to cost me? If Over $1,000? Yeah, it'll probably cost you, I'm not sure what you would need to run games. I need a 4K, 4K monitor. Yeah, you need a 4K monitor, and 4K monitors are dropping in price. You're probably spending two, two, 200 to $250. All right, so let's say $250. Uh -huh. I'm, I'm keeping this in my head right now. $250. Yeah. And you might want dual monitors. I definitely mm -hmm. would need dual monitors, and not and not to be a snob or anything, but when I if I were to ever work at home, oh, I can I completely agree. I have one right now because I only have space for one on my desk. Right, but, but two monitors is like at work. So I have wonderful. one monitor, and my laptop is the second monitor. Okay, I used to have um, monitor, and then I have two large MacBook monitors, and I try to get three, but three it was just too unwieldy. But yeah. two large monitors is great. One for emails and documents, another thing for design. I just like designing in really large stuff. Yeah. Right now when I work from home, I have to hook it up to the TV, but there's latency there, so I can't do design really well on the TV because you'll see that if I move my mouse, there's that little bit of, you right, know? So right. when I'm building stuff, I have to go into the pixel like uh, toolbar and actually type in numbers, which is just garbage. Wow. Um, okay, so I would definitely like two monitors. Right. So, so at that point, you're spending... We'll just put it at five hundred. Five hundred for monitors. Five hundred. You, you need a case. So the, here's the case thing. Should here, be cheap, right? Here are the main things that you, you it, they they vary, and I'm not sure what. Oh, is it because of like how crazy cool? Quote part unquote? of it, yeah. Part of it is like as I guess locations for fans. Um, how much are fans? I don't know. See, I don't I don't keep up with it enough, okay. but they're not they're not terribly expensive. Well, let's let's um, revisit this. You can do a water. Year. You can do a water cooled system. I'm not no. No. The problem with water cooled system is you have to be careful not to ha that it doesn't have any leaks. So yeah, they, not, what no. you'll see is people recommending that you take the tubes that that you'll buy, and that you fill them with water, and then I guess you you have to just lay it out and see whether it's leaking water anywhere. I'm not sure. They they have ways. They have recommendations for how you would do this. I don't but like any of those. Right you now. can like cycle the water through an empty system maybe. Oh, okay. And see how it looks if you lose any I know water James said that he had a water, like his rig at home is a water-cooled system, and it's like a massive case, like tower rig yeah. that he's got. To me, that's more trouble than it's worth. The nice thing about the water-cooled system is that they're quiet. So you don't have these loud fans right. kicking up, you know? Um, but there are lots of fans that are super quiet too okay and and i don't think that they're terribly expensive so you uh -huh. can make it work but I, I don't know the prices of fans that's that's not one thing that i see okay you also need a motherboard and motherboard is also very now remind great. me what a motherboard does so the motherboard is the it's it's a it, it's a large like circuit board 
and it's okay. what has lo- all the connectors to connect everything together. So, so the motherboard is almost like that. Uh, I'm imagining in Legos that original green plate. Exactly, it's exactly what that's it is. That's what it is. You got so you're, you're you're building everything on it. So you, okay. you it has a location for the computer. It's like a little tiny square, right? Yeah. So you put this the, the processing processor unit in it. Okay. It like locks in, so it has like these latches. You put it inside it, and it closes on top of it, and it locks in. Okay. Um, then you could put a fan on top of that to keep that cool. Uh-huh. And so when the when the computer connects, it there it connects with all these little tiny sockets on on the circuit board of that. Okay. And uh, those are connecting to little pins on the motherboard itself, which then connect to other components around. Sure. So uh, there's like pin there's uh, a tracks that might go to the RAM. Mm-hmm. There's tracks that go all over the place. And so so is it fair to say that a motherboard could vary in price depending on how many connections it offers? That's exactly how it works. Okay. So it can have uh, so so the reasons why it might it might range in cost is because it might have lots of ports or lot uh, or lots of yeah there's lots of ports for um, uh, graphics cards. So they, they're they're different like standards for them. So they're different sizes. So there's like SATA drive or SATA like what is uh, that? I can't remember what it stands for, but there's basically the the, the graphics card, your RAM, your audio drivers, your uh, any, any other any other uh, Wi-Fi driver. Uh-huh. Those all connect into these little ports on your motherboard, and the more that you have, the more it might cost. And then you also have things like the USB slot. So your computer might have your 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 rig may have four, it may have eight. Yeah. And it depends again on the. How does your have? I have I have two on the front and then four in the back. None of them are USB 3.0. They're all USB 2.0 because that's how old the computer yeah. is. Um, USB 3.0 did exist when I got it, but it was pretty new, and I wasn't going to spend extra for that. Right. Because it was too when USB 3.0 first came out, like all of those little memory sticks, it was way too expensive. Yeah. Also, I didn't have any devices at the time that were USB 3.0 yeah. compliant, so it just didn't make any sense to get it. I mean, nowadays it could work. My my I have an external hard drive that is 3.0, but oh, you know, we haven't even talked about hard drive extra. yet. So then, yeah, then then there's solid state. You're probably going to want to get a solid state. What, is, what does that mean? So there's uh, there's different so so different different types of memory. So in a computer, you have uh, on everything is the, the fastest things, the fastest computations happen if the, the closer it is to the processor, the, to the computer, right? Okay. So if a computer needs to do a calculation, it might have those those numbers to do the calculation within what's called its cache. Then, the, there's not very much cache. There's only like you know a few megabytes of cache available on a computer. The next fastest is RAM, random access memory. Yeah. And nowadays that's you're for whatever like, thing you do. Yeah, eight gigs, sixteen gigs. If you're putting things in the background, if you're running Chrome, if you're running Spotify, typically that stuff is running in in RAM. Then you have the hard drive. Now the hard drive is where, uh, and, and there's different. There, so the way these also work now, and with, with RAM. RAM requires power for things to be stored. If you have a sudden loss of power, anything that's in RAM is gone. It's it's wiped immediately. You 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 can't oh, wow. recover unless you maybe give it to the FBI. Maybe they have fancy ways of doing things. But um, as far as I know, there's no way of recovering anything that's off of RAM or anything uh-huh. that's in the cache of the computer. Now you have so those are those are termed are those are, those are called volatile memory. Then there's the non-volatile memory, which is the hard hard drive, and yep. so. Those are things, you know, you save your documents, you, you close the, yeah. the program, you shut your computer down, you take the hard drive out, you put it back in, and that stuff is still there. So on a magnetic disk, that's like the standard hard drive that's been, you know, used for, you know, decades now. Yeah. And so those are these little magnetic drives, and they function basically with magnets. Yeah. And so 
those are slower. Um, so solid state. Solid state is. So what SSD stands for? Yeah, SSD. So solid state drives. Those are a form form of of um, a flash memory. Uh huh. And those function, I think, in a similar way in terms of the way things are stored, like RAM. I, I don't know the, the full technical details of it, but and essentially, it's way, way faster than, than magnetic drives. When magnetic drives work, they literally have what's called a read-write head that has to go to a particular plate on a hard drive on this magnetic disk, and these disks are spinning like a CD. Yeah. And so you, you, you need to access you know, this document, this Word document on your computer. Um, so you're trying to access this Word document on your computer and you, the, you, you find out that it's at this particular location. And so the read-write head needs to go to the right disk, the right plate. Yeah. And then it has to go to the right sector, the right location. So it can either be at the very beginning of the CD or the magnetic drive, or it can be at the very end. Mm -hmm. And it has to, it's in a very specific location on that too. And so the read-write head then goes to that location. And typically they have multiple layers on the read-write head. So it's like, imagine like a dinner fork. Yeah. It has multiple prongs. So it can read from multiple plates at the same time. And so when you save something, if it's big, if it's too big, instead of getting like stored in different locations, it might store part of the file on one, one plate, part of the file on another plate, part of the file on another plate. That way it's reading all in the same time. It's gotcha. much faster. But at the end of the day, the magnetic disc hard drives are way, way slower than solid state. And so if you were buying a game or if you, if you were trying to game, um, you might want a solid state because your load times are going to be so much faster than everybody than than other people than gotcha. uh, a hard disk. So is like a terabyte enough? A terabyte's a lot. I mean, th so there are a few ways you can do this. You can you with with compute with a tower rig. The convenient thing about that is that you can do basically whatever you want, and you can always put in these after. I mean, you're building yourself, right? So you're putting in whatever you want at the beginning. Yeah. But you can put in aftermarket stuff. You can put in another hard drive if you mm -hmm. want. You can swap out a graphics card. You can swap out a processor if it's compatible yeah. with a motherboard. And so, if you have enough, if you have enough slots in your computer, you can actually just insert a magnetic drive. So uh -huh. you might be able to do a 256 gig solid state drive and a terabyte hard disk, yeah. which is actually. I'm looking at some laptops right now, and a lot of them have that. And basically, you're going to have your operating system and pertinent things on your solid state. Yeah. And you might keep your music or movies. Right. Things that you're not accessing as much and that don't need to be accessed as quickly. Yeah. Have that on your hard drive because you can get a terabyte drive for your your debt for your rig. Wow, that's a hard disk. Right. For like six for like 70, 80 bucks. And then you can oh, get wow. like a 256 gig solid state probably uh, for about $100. Yeah. I don't know what my budget is. For something like this, um, I, I would probably be comfortable spending up to $1,000, but that $1,000 to me means it's got to last for at least a year. Now, I know that sounds oh, crazy. Last a long time. Will it? Yeah, I mean, it should be last. You're, you're, um, I feel like you, should, you shouldn't be doing any upgrades. You shouldn't be touching this thing for at least four years. And if you've built a solid enough machine, you don't need a new case. You probably don't need a new motherboard. Yeah. What you, like I was saying, what might be the first thing to start get outdated would be your graphics card. Gotcha. At that point, you can put in, you can spend an extra 150 maybe $200, and you can just upgrade that, and oh, you'll oh, be... I wanted to talk about uh, your audio system, like your drivers or whatever, whatever I need for that. So I actually had a... So my computer only has enough slots for like two extensions of a uh, of 
of like audio cards or, or, or Wi-Fi cards. And uh -huh. this computer, when I got it, didn't have a Wi-Fi card. So I had to buy one and connect it in. So I only had one more slot. Uh -huh. um, so I bought a an audio driver, I think. I think that's what I did. Okay. I think I bought an audio driver because I was having audio problems. Whatever it was. I don't know. Something happened. And... It ended, um, and that worked fine, but I ended up replacing the Wi-Fi driver with something better that was that was AC compliant, so I can get better internet in my room. Gotcha. And that only that only that was only compatible with the the slot that I had that was using the. So there's different versions of this. I wish I remember. I, like I have to, I, I could literally look it up right now. I could pause it, but I don't there's different versions of these of these things, and so they required different pins. So one of them is a 32 pin. One of them is a 16 pin. Mm -hmm. Um. So my audio driver, my audio card was a 32 pin. My original Wi-Fi one was a 16 pin. And I got a new Wi-Fi one, which was a 32. I only had one 32 slot. So I just used my, my Wi-Fi one. And then I just used the, 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 the standard audio card mm -hmm. that came with my computer. And, the, and the, the audio card that I bought now, the sound card, is just sitting in the box somewhere. Okay. Because I've got these like really nice hi-fi headphones. And I ideally want to be able to enjoy good music out of the computer, but I mean, that's, is that just speakers? Like, does that just come back to having nice speakers? Basically. I mean, you can, you could, if you got a different audio card, maybe you wanted to use like digital, um, like, uh, uh output digital yeah. or you do different things. You could do that. Okay. Um, but I just want to make sure standard that stuff should be just fine. I just want to make sure, like, from the files, like, if I've got lossless FLAC files that I, you know, that I'm listening to, yeah, I want as few moments in the stream to diminish quality. Because yeah. if I've got really good headphones or I've got really good hi-fi equipment, and is it just down to whatever the driver is or what, or what, like whatever? So, what type of um, input does your head, does your your hi-fi equipment have? Is it just a standard three point five millimeter, or is there an option for the different component like I think jacks? It's a, different so you could get a sound card uh -huh. and that will have multiple ports that you can utilize yeah. and at that point that would that would work just okay. fine now you yeah so so that would that would probably be what you would need then for for the best quality um if i'm so beyond gaming if i'm doing design work like i know using sketch at work or when i do video editing like that stuff takes a lot of memory yep um does that mean i need more RAM? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Because so, I think I got upgraded from an 8 gig to a 16 gig RAM uh, MacBook at work. Yeah. But it's, I still lag. Yeah. It might be just be just like the, excuse me, the, the size of the files that I'm working with. But like knowing how I feel on 16 right now. Yeah. You might want to do more. You might want to do 32. Yeah. Because I also 64. have like, so I've got, I'm just thinking about all the stuff I have open right now. I will have Sketch open. I'll potentially even have iMovie open. I'll have four separate instances of Google Chrome open. Right? I've got my work email. I've got personal. I've got my uh, my second work. And I potentially will even have like uh, this thing up. Yeah. You Audacity know? or yeah. music or yeah. whatever plant. And yeah. all that going. And I, I don't ever want to feel that lag again. So... Part of the problem when it comes to this is that the, the operating system does a lot of behind the scenes management of, uh -huh. of your memory. And so when it starts to lag, what it's doing is that it's putting support, it's putting certain stuff in the hard drive as kind of reserve. Uh -huh. This is something that you're not using right now. Yeah. And if we move it over somewhere else, 
it will be, you know, everything else can run much smoother. And so if you double the RAM that you have, the computer will say, well, maybe it only does that type of hardcore management at say 85 or 90% RAM usage. Uh -huh. And you won't, you'll look at it and you'll say, well, I still have 10, 10, 10% of my RAM to play with. I have, you know, a full gig of RAM to play yeah. with. So you double it and thinking that that's going to, you're, you're going to be sitting comfortably at 50% usage now. Right. But it turns out what, uh, it turns out you're now using 75%. It's just because it's the way the operating system manages that stuff throwing it into hard hard disk yeah um and and protecting protecting you from running out of ram because i might go crazy and buy the most ridiculous motherboard yeah so there's a few different things that you can do the way ram works now usually it it work everything in, in computers is typically in in, in the power of two yep. so so uh two gigs of ram is really uh 2048 megabytes yep. And so you double that, and that's four gigs. That's four thousand ninety-six megabytes, yep. and you double it again. So and so, when you buy when you buy an eight gig laptop or computer rig, yeah. it's probably two four four gigabyte sticks of RAM. Okay. And some some motherboards can't support any more than that. They can't support eight gig sticks. So, if you buy why. Uh, it, I, it's, I'm not sure. I don't have, I'm not sure. I, it's, I think it's, I think it's something with the way the eight gigs are designed or the 16 gigs okay. are designed. Would I know that? Would I be able to find that out before I bought it? Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, you'll be able to get all that information when you're looking at the motherboards. Okay. So yeah, I'm thinking like two 16 gig sticks. Yeah. So the thing about two 16 gig sticks is that they're more expensive than four eight gig sticks so if your rig if your rig has four slots for ram yeah it might be cheaper cheaper four, to 16 four gigs. sticks of eight or if you could do if you wanted to get gravity 65. spikes reza we're going in i don't ever want to feel this lag ever again so so i i never realized or i never i i, I definitely realized i thought of it but the requirements on a system when it comes to design is insane and those are typically the people that are getting like these 64 gigs uh, yeah. ram systems with ridiculous graphics yeah. cards my sister's doing architecture mm -hmm. and like she her cad software yeah so she uses a program called maya which apparently a lot of animators use okay and uh, but it's also a very powerful tool for architects mm -hmm. and so she uses this program maya there's also something called rhino so any people that know architecture they might have heard i'm sure they've heard of these programs yeah. i don't know really too much about them but i do know that what she was saying what she was telling me is like she wanted a mac so badly she always wanted an apple and after her first year she was complaining to me like why don't you tell me to get a pc why don't you tell me to get a gaming laptop because i can upgrade it like my friends have bought yeah. these ridiculous gaming laptops and with these crazy graphics cards and theirs weren't enough but they were able to go to the store and purchase new uh you know more ram they can buy new better better uh graphics cards and they can now run these programs no meanwhile. problem meanwhile she's over here lagging you know it takes her like two minutes just to rotate whatever yeah. she's working on just a little bit and it's because she doesn't have enough RAM or it's the graphics card's not not powerful enough. There's not enough RAM in the graphics card, which is another story. Yeah. So um, definitely when it comes to design, definitely like the, the, the more powerful, the more the, the better. The problem is that the price doesn't scale when you're when you're increasing. Sure. You know, 16 is not double the price of eight. It might be four times the cost yeah. of eight. And that's why, I'm, you know, if you're if you're looking just to do 32, it could be more cost efficient just to do four eight instead yeah. of two six. I know I'm gonna have to reach out to you, to James, to Yaron, just to make sure that I'm doing this right. Because I ideally want to go through this process once. Yeah. And then I, just build it'll be a, fun. 
I didn't build mine. I didn't build mine, but I've built them before. I'm giving you the side eye right now with this whole fun thing. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun because to me, that's a lot of stress that I spend all this money on these things, and I'm gonna break it before you I... won't break it. I mean, like I know you. You're not gonna. You're not gonna just get this stuff and just dump, jump right in without doing your research. There is like thousands, millions. Yeah, of but videos the amount of research right now just seems so daunting because I don't know where to begin like i wish okay there has to be something online that gives me a checklist of everything i need i mean if you want if you want like a community effort there there's um i think the subreddit it's called pc building i think it's pc building and people will go on and say okay this is my budget mm -hmm. this is what i'm looking to do with my system maybe you're maybe you say okay well look i i do design i need 32 gigs of ram yeah. so that's one that's one thing and then people will come back with like listings from various sites with the okay. with the with what you need to fulfill that budget yeah. so someone's gonna come through and say okay well this is the case that you should get if you're doing design maybe and you need 32 gigs of ram this is the this is the, the motherboard that you need to support that much ram and if and if you want to say well i'm looking to upgrade over time then and, and I needed to support you know sixty four hundred twenty whatever it is. Yeah. Then they'll they'll make sure they give you that. They'll give you then recommendations for the processor, the the power. That, so you need a power unit to power the, the the system. So overall, like they have different like, like a like, brick. It's a uh, like a power brick. Yeah, like a power. It's not. It's well. It's an integrated power brick with with an integrated fan on it. So the you know the whole thing. You literally connect it with the three prong. Like you plug in like a monitor, right? Yeah, the monitor is typically its own wire that can be disconnected from the monitor. It yeah. has three little prongs on it, and it connects into it. It's literally the same wire that goes into the, the pro, into the computer. So you plug that into it, and it has its own little fan. I can show you on, when we finish the when we finish the podcast. I'll show you like what it looks like on mine. I got overwhelmed and passed out. It's basically this uh, this this square uh, like it's not a full cube, but it's some almost okay. a cube, and it has a little fan on the back of it. And it, it it's it's able to process or power your entire your entire unit. So they have different levels of them: three hundred fifty watt, four hundred watt, six hundred yeah. watt, depending on your. So you have to, you want to have the right one, or you you need sufficient power. You don't. I don't think. I'm not sure if you can overkill. Like if you go too high, but you don't want to underperform. You don't. You need it. You need to be able to process or yeah. power, power your everything. Yeah, your your computer, the graphics card, oh, everything geez. else. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm definitely not going to be. I'll definitely reach out to those resources and you guys and see what I'm doing. I've seen those crazy ratios where like, oh, I've got a aquarium in my computer. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Like, uh, what? <laughs> or I've got crazy lights that shows like, nah. Yeah, man. They don't need that, you know. The yeah. LEDs, the fancy LEDs, like they look cool. I I agree, but yeah, when you when it's in your bedroom. Yeah. Like I know that our good friend Justin has a really nice setup that I have, or, or that I'm thinking about. You got the TV up. You got two uh, yeah. monitors here, and you sort of like lean back. Like I could do that. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I think. That's what I think is fun about it. So I say it's fun. I, I do understand what you're saying when you say it's a daunting task, and I'm sure I'm gonna feel the same way when I'm like realistically looking for the right components mm -hmm. because there are so many. I'm like I'm looking at laptops right now. It's Black Friday right now, and I'm trying to buy a laptop before the end of the day. Yeah, this is what really prompted me. Like, do I just want to jump in right now? Knowing it's Black Friday, there's probably deals on everything. There are deals on everything, but honestly, good deals all the time, right? Yeah, there, there's always good deals all the time, you know. And you know, if there's Cyber Monday on Monday, if you yeah. actually, if you really wanted to do it right now, you don't need to do it today. You can do it. You can Monday. research tomorrow and the day after and do it Monday. But realistically, you can do it. You can wait a whole year, and you'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, I got some. I got some big purchases coming up, um, especially with Christmas. Like I'm just trying to ride out Q4 yeah. and start Q1 fresh, and then 
I'm still saving up a lot of money uh, for like much bigger purchases in life down the road. Yeah, exactly. So, to me, honestly, I might just like I, I know I've always said when I get my own place. Now, depending on how that place looks, if it's a rental, then I might hold off on it. Yeah. But if if I end up buying a place and just putting that mortgage in, and I'm putting in money to my own place, and I know I'm not going anywhere for a minute, then I'll buy it. Then I'm going to feel more comfortable saying, you know what, I'm going to buy this desk. Yeah. I'm going to buy these monitors. Like, this is not going anywhere for a minute. Like, this is it. Yeah. And that's exactly when it comes, like, as simple as it is to say, I want to buy a new rig, or I'm going to put together my own rig and do it for this much money. Yeah. Then you got the monitors, then you got the desk. And as we get older, it seems like that, you know, the older you get, the more money that you're spending on a week to week basis, a monthly yeah. basis, I guess. And like, I, it I, makes I do, that. I do a decent job keeping costs somewhat in control. Like, I, I, this sounds crazy, but just to some people out there, but my weekly, my weekly uh, grocery bill is probably anywhere between 70 and $100. I see. Um, but in like a full. But that's, but that, but. That's not just dinner. That's your breakfast and lunch. That's my and breakfast, dinner. lunch, so and that's dinner. That's pretty much what you're eating all week. So that's all not week. bad at all. I mean, that's yeah. that's ten dollars a day, maybe. So three dollars and thirty three cents a meal. And assuming you're not eating out at all. Yeah, that's so that that's the but, assumption, right? But, like I'm not eating out at all. But I mean, even so, let's let's just say that's six, seven bucks a meal. That's really good. Yeah. So I, I've gotten to a point where I can do that, but I also need to fight the urge to like. Oh, I see a sweater I really like, and it's like, oh, it's that much, right? I want, I want new shoes. Like, like I, I, I go through these peaks and valleys. Speaking of Black Friday, because I'm getting, I'm bombarded with all these emails from all my favorite brands. Forty percent off, sixty percent off. It's like, yeah, yeah but sixty percent off something you don't need is a hundred percent of like wasted money. Yeah, right. And I'm getting better every year. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't need it anymore. I've got everything that I theoretically need. You've, I've got to do a better job of distinguishing want and need. Yeah. Because need is a fundamental need. Need is like groceries. Right. If you don't do this, you're going to be overspending. Because I'll tell you this. The So we have this, like, the you've heard of Seamless. Like the food delivery. Yeah. It's like Grubhub yeah. and all that stuff. If I order breakfast from my favorite place, it's $12. Mm-hmm. And I get a breakfast burrito of, like, egg whites, sauce, uh, not sauces, uh, peppers, onions, in uh, Turkey, so that's that's one thing, and then I get a little egg sandwich. That's two things, and I feel great. And for dinner, I like ordering from this Greek place. I just get a Greek salad. It comes in like a like a plastic Tupperware thing this big. Um, it's diced green peppers, tomatoes, got a little bit of red onion in there, like a sort of like you know the thin sliced red onion. Yeah. Kalamata olives, and then you get like pork gyro on that and some feta. You gotta give you a little bit of uh they give you a tiny pita cut in the quarters. You know how much that cost me? Seventeen dollars. Mm-hmm. That's including tip too? Yeah. Okay. But so that's just dinner. That dinner and, and, bre- and, breakfast. and breakfast. I haven't even talked about lunch that's yet. That's twenty nine dollars. That's twenty nine dollars. I spend lunch and where I work, I can easily spend fifteen dollars. And it's like you didn't feel like you spent that much because I'm in an expensive part of town. It's Madison Square Park. Right. Like it's, it's an expensive part. So twelve plus fifteen plus seventeen. A day. Right. What is that? 44. 44. Or I spend $100 seven days, three meals a day. Right. So that's a, that's a need. In my mind, that's a need. Right. 
Now it's not. It's nice to treat yourself every now and again. Oh sure, and I, and I do that not... like like every Sunday. Right. Every Sunday I go to the movies. I get dinner with a friend, and that's treating yourself. Yeah. And I love going out to eat, but it's about keeping your costs sort of reined in because you always say to yourself, "Well, I spend a little bit more this week, uh, this month. Next month will be good." Because you don't foresee anything, but then when you get to that month, things start popping up. Right. Oh, all of our friends are doing this. Well, you don't want to be the only bum that's not doing it, or man. Are we are we are we going out tonight? Are we are we gaming? Like, is there a new deal? What are we doing? You know? Yeah. Are we taking trips somewhere? Do I need to rent a car? And then you think to yourself, like, man, what happened? I thought we were saving money this this right. month. You know? So it's sort of like that constant, and that's one of the big things that gives me a lot of anxiety. Like, I'm very anxious about where my money's coming and going. So that's. I mean, I, I've gotten a lot better with that, but I'm still nowhere near, like, optimized. But then again, I don't even know if getting optimized is going to make me happy. It's tough, man. It's a really hard balance, I think. Um, and when it comes to spending, like, those bigger purchases, you know, yeah. like, like if, especially with something like, like a computer, you know, you can get by with something a lot smaller and be fine for yeah. years, right? So, so is it necessary to buy, to right. spend $2,000? right to get this new system. I mean, let's if, let's just say, if, if we're just going to leave it just at the rig itself, yeah. not, we'll ignore monitors, desk, whatever. So is it, is it worth spending uh, $1,000 to $1,500 on this new thing when you can use that money elsewhere? And it's and, and I, so part of the problem, I think that, that um, I want to say less, so it's not, not as much me, but Lane has been having this problem, is visualizing the wedding funds that we've been saving for the last however many years right yeah. because it's been in our banks for so long and to finally spend what's there and say wow that could be used for other things like yeah. the down payment for a first house that could yeah. be used for an amazing honeymoon is it is it is it worth spending all this money is on it? a wedding right and i feel like that's what's going to happen even if you set aside this fund for this computer yeah. or for this trip or for whatever when it comes to actually taking out the account and using it sometimes it can be hard because you might decide you know what it's better better spent somewhere else yeah right now without going to straight figures i'm looking at i i save on average per month of like after like literally how much money do I get per month in my bank, right? I save over 33%. Wow. That goes straight into savings. Uh, it, it hits my account, payday hits my account, and then 33% of it-ish, whatever that number is, goes right into savings. I, I don't even touch that. I never think about it. Yeah. And that's what I've been using for something like these. That's like house money. You know what I mean? That's like That's like down payment on a house money. Right, right. And down then, the line money. right but then I live in New York my rent right now is like 1350 that's just you that's just not me not your roommate yeah right and so if I were to get a studio in my part of town it's over two grand jeez jeez you know I can swing it but do I want to swing it because they, there was there was some rule that you don't want to spend more than 30% of your like monthly uh, income on rent, but like, how far do I live? How far do I live outside of New York? Then? Right. It sounds crazy when people say like, "Oh, you make X amount of money," but you, like, how are you? How are you not living at a different rate? 
Like, I know that if I lived here, dude, I would, I'd have a massive house. <laughs> I'd already have a massive house. Yeah. With the way that I save and the costs around here, like, if I were, even if I balled out and shopped at Wegmans <laughs> and bought all my weekly yeah, stuff, groceries at Wegmans. it'd be game over. But then again, you've got, like, car, gas, car insurance. That's a big one there. Like, all that stuff. Because now you're not, you're not paying that. I mean, you do have Metro payments, yeah. but that's still... To a me, fraction of the cost. I spend a hundred and thirty dollars a month. A month, all right. On so an unlimited Metro card. I spend about a little over three hundred fifty dollars a month on my car payment. Yeah. My my insurance is about nine hundred dollars a year. That yeah. can vary depending on demographics, where you live, uh, everything. So yeah. let's just say you're putting a thousand dollars a month in, or or a year into insurance. So that's to say, for the sake of the argument, a hundred dollars per month uh-huh. on insurance and then gas. Which depends on how much you're going to be driving, but maybe fifty, sixty dollars a month yeah. on gas. So I, I mean, guess that's, that's like four hundred fifty dollars a month. I guess your yours and my cost allocation is just a little bit different. Like my auto, everything auto base is zero, zero. or maybe one hundred and thirty for, okay. the, for the yeah. thing. But my rent right. is thirteen something. Yeah, uh, and then for you, it's like maybe like this, but it's still maybe you know what I mean. Yeah, like, a you lot spend less small. on rent, but you spend right. a ton more on. Yeah. And it sort of evens out at the end of the day. Yeah. Now, if I had a roommate, so so rent for, for me, so my old apartment was about 1000 a month okay. total. Per, okay. For me, $500. Now, add in cable, electric, oh, wait. and heating. Oh, okay. So, no, yeah. It was 1000 total. 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 For, for, wow. a two, for a two-bedroom. Okay. Um, and I was spending 500 that a month. Okay. And I still did have a car yeah. and, 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 and whatnot. So... What what I said? I said four fifty. It's actually five fifty a month. Okay. So I thought one thousand. Not including utilities. Uh yeah, not including utilities. So like gas, water, heat, electric, cable. Yeah. What that, else? Add that up. Uh, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. So if you do, if you want to just say seventy five dollars for electric, seventy five dollars for uh, yeah. cable internet, and then that's one thing I'm looking to do when I get my new place. Court cut. Yeah, me too. I don't know how I'm going to do this, pointing at the TV right now. Like, because you know me, I, I watch, I like to watch stuff on TV. So I don't know how I'm going to, am I going to have to start buying things on, like, iTunes or, or whatever? Yeah, it's hard because you can do the subscription services, you know, kind of a la carte, so to yeah. speak. I mean, with HBO, you know, HBO Go, HBO yeah. Now, so it's HBO Now. So yeah. you don't need, you don't need a cable subscription to, to watch right. HBO, but... There's things like sports, and the hard thing is getting things like the the the, the non-basic cable, or I guess the ba- the basic cable, not the local channels. Right. The local so, channels you can so, get so with cable. the antenna stills. So cable, yeah. So TNT, TBS, yeah. uh, AMC. And you could do things like Sling TV. You could do PlayStation View. Um, it's PlayStation, yeah. View. Yeah, View. View. Yeah. yeah, okay. And then, so those exist, but... Is it really? I mean, like, I guess you have to figure out what what are you cutting the cord for if you're going to be, do, you you be doing that. Can I tell you how much cable and internet cost me personally a month? I'm going to guess it's a hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay, so two hundred dollars a month. Two hundred dollars a month, and I know that we pay for some like a hundred and fifty down. Yeah, and, and you I, never you see never, that. Get, you'll never that. get that. So. 
and you're living in the city where you feel like the infrastructure is probably pretty strong. Yeah, right? but then you think. I mean, all the people that are all there, people and whatnot, but, but still, like overall, because I'm not comfortable spending that much money for what I feel like I'm getting. Yeah. To be honest, would you? That I mean, that's the thing for me. So right now, I'm in my room, I don't have a cable box. I tend to not watch too much TV yeah. these days. I, I get most of my entertainment from Netflix, Amazon uh, Video, or HBO Go. Yeah. Now, when it comes to like basketball games. I gotta go somewhere. We I gotta go somewhere out. else in my house. We figured out. Right now, we got a game going on YouTube. Apparently, the YouTube streams. Yeah, are I don't know if this is burned in right now. Or is it just? It's not burned in. Okay. I, it's the the person who made the video. There's, there's an overlay on this channel that we're watching. This YouTube channel. Yeah. And the live streaming NBA games. Yeah. It's crazy. Um. But uh, yeah. All this is just to say, like you know, Black Friday every. I'm getting a lot better with cost cutting, cost maintenance. Um, I know that I'm, I'm most likely going to be moving out of my, um, apartment, so I'm going to have to figure all that stuff out, and I, you know, just, all this stuff sort of came to mind. But, but yeah, I mean, we'll make it work, you know, so. It's exciting, though, <laughs> to me. Oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely some anxiety with it, but, but super exciting, just, just because of all that you can do as as an like there's no one holding you back other than yourself and your and bank account your bank account yes yes your bank account but i'm just saying yeah. like no one's no one no one's really telling you you can't do that i want to stun a lot harder than my money allows me to yeah, oh don't we all i want to go out there my money like, yeah hold up hold up do not make a fool out of yourself and be like, but i no i think we all do sit down you got those people who are like, oh, I'm going to get that 400-foot yacht real quick. Yeah. Like, I really like that 500-foot yacht, though. Yeah, exactly. Not making enough money yet. I'm never buying a boat. I'll tell you that much right now. I've heard I've heard many times, from probably just from Bill Burr, you don't want to own a boat. You just want to be good friends with somebody who owns a boat. Yeah. Because the maintenance cost for boats is stupid high, and you're not using them nearly they say, enough. Unless another, you're a fisherman. Another rule is, if you want to buy a boat, you better have money for 10 boats. Yeah. Docking fees, all that stuff. It's just not, and I get seasick. What am I doing? I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to conquer the sea. I like flying over stuff. Yeah. I'm also looking up, like, I don't know, dude. Like, I'm just seeing people around here, the, the life they live in. I'm just thinking to myself, is is New York worth it? Where do you? See, I, we've, we've talked about this in the past. I asked you whether you were, like if you were if you were interested in moving to San Francisco because that's one thing you would say. Yeah. This this the cost of living in San Francisco is stupid. Right? It's even worse. Seattle, stupid high. Can't, so, if I can't make it in New York, I'm not moving to San Francisco or Seattle. I right. can't make it out there. So, I mean, I, I guess I'll, I'll just ask long run, 10, 15 years. Where, East Coast. You, do you think, okay, East Coast, East Coast. Do you think you'll be in the suburbs? Do you think you'll be oh, in the yeah. city? Oh, maybe yeah. maybe just commuting to the city for work? probably. Okay. Yeah. I'd really like to work, I think I'd like to work in the city, but just take a train into the city, into like Philly. Okay. So like... uh Drive over to the Claymont station, hop yeah. on a train, get off, you know, wherever, yeah. and go to work. Yeah, I'll probably be either taking, honestly, New Jersey Transit or Metro North. Yeah. Just, just somewhere along the train town. Um, yeah. Okay. I think that's how it's going to be. I don't know, though. Who knows? Yeah. You might find an opportunity somewhere. Yeah. I mean, that's that's certainly it. You know? A lot of times that just happens, right? It, you the never know. That's why opportunity shows 10, 15 up. years, I don't even give... I can't think that far. Yeah. I'm trying to do one year at a time right now. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, like to, I like to imagine... Um, I don't like to imagine specifics, like what what state it's going to be. Yeah. But just the general idea. Like, I love, like I love suburb. I, I love suburb style living, you know, two, two three-car garage. Yeah. 
I don't know how big of a house, but you know, three, four bedroom house. Yeah. And and then like the things inside that I really like, you know, to make make room for hobbies that I couldn't afford as a kid. Yeah. And um, you're gonna be a trains guy, aren't you? Not a trains guy. I want I want to get into coffee. Okay. Like I I would like. That's to, not. That's. It's an expensive hobby. If you. If it doesn't you, have to be. Yeah. I think you need to spend a little bit on initial investment yeah, in yeah, some yeah. rigs, but otherwise. Coffee can be as expensive as you want it to be. Yeah, I think I think the way it work, you know, getting the, getting the right equipment early yeah. on. Um, you know, what's the, key, the 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 most key piece of equipment that you need, and go from there. Probably the brewing machine. right? Yeah, right. And like a good grinder. Yeah, and then and then you can start to do yeah. things like you know you know you want to make some steamed milk. You yeah. want to. I think there's a machine right now that's top of the line that's like around one hundred and fifty dollars. Really. That does. The grinding and the brewing for you. Okay. It's some name that gives you like a, it's like high end stuff. Yeah. But yeah, that'd be that's the dream, right? Yeah. Like just to be able to have stuff. Just do stuff like that. Your you own know? home. Yeah. And like sort of like a home. Your own space. You can be as loud as you want. I, yeah. I also really want uh, like a home theater. Like I want like a oh, thought you about like to say like a, like a sex dungeon. Because <laughs> <laughs> you said as loud as you want. I go. No. Uh, no. On one, I want to be able to watch. I want to like to be able to blast these surround sound. Blast movie, what? These these movies, these home movies. No, not home movies, you, Sandy. <laughs> these these Hollywood, these Hollywood like Marvel. Oh, you want like one of those like movies. like actual like big recliners. I want like, like recliners. I want like the super comfortable like leather recliners. Yeah. I would love like a like an old school popcorn machine. Oh, okay. Where you you know. I feel like the old school popcorn machine isn't that expensive. You just gotta find it's not, one. No, they're not. Costco um, sells them. Yeah. Yeah. So you might want to get like two rows of like two chairs or something like that, yep. right? Either do like a projector. Probably a projector is the best way to projector do it. Projector is the best way to do it. I don't want to have to like, you know, lug a 80, t- 80 inch no, TV that's around, you know, so just stupid. get the HD projector. Yeah. That'd be, that, that would be great. Get, and, the, and the sound system. Like I, I can't stress enough how. I have the perfect person for that for you. Yeah, I know you do. I know you do. Yeah. <laughs> I told him, he, he's like. You let me know when you're ready. I'll fly out to New York. I'll come to your apartment. We'll figure it out. I go, all right, buddy. That's awesome. Yeah. And the hi-fi systems that I tested out in Stockholm, I thought were going to be like 10 Gs up. Yeah. They were like less than 10 Gs. Yeah. For one speaker that would absolutely blow your clothes off how powerful that thing was. Let me tell you, the the the, the three theater, uh, I guess the former three theater uh, cinema in New York, Delaware, would really appreciate that single piece of equipment dude i used to, i used to, i didn't realize how much i appreciate the sound at a movie but it's so immersive it's so oh, amazing yeah. to like i i can get by watching a movie on my lap on my on my computer or my tv yeah but there's something about going to the movies where like the, the thing that i can't replicate in my room you know a 1080p whatever it would be is the sound that you get when you have those like the, the heavy bass the sounds coming from like all around you, like a plane flying overhead, and it sounds like maybe it is a little over my head because you yeah. hear it from behind and yeah. it starts to go past you. And this theater, they basically have if it sounds like they only have one sound bar all the ah, way at the front garbage. of the theater. There's like nothing anywhere else. I'm like, dude, I know it's like a five dollar theater or five dollar ticket. Yeah, I don't know if it's worth it. <laughs> I'll tell you, the first time I got the Xbox One. And I played Black Hawk Down on just a basic DVD. It wasn't even Blu-ray. I still, I should probably try and buy a Blu-ray just to see what that's like. Um, but I remember hearing the helicopters fly from behind me, like to the right and yeah. over, and then bullets like 
spatially Which, right. there because I have my headphones on. Yeah. Um, I love it. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. It's it's always nice to to think about these things. Yeah, definitely. It's yep. exciting. But probably not this Black Friday. Definitely not this Black Friday. Yeah. I'm I'm dreading buying a laptop, dude. It took me a lot just to convince myself that I need to spend yeah. a little money on a on a laptop. But well, those are those, that's probably turned. Uh, it used to be a want, but now it's sort of it's like it's kind of a need. Yeah, yeah, at this point, yeah, the way the modern is treated. Yeah. So, all right. All right. Well, I think we're gonna wrap it up here. Yeah, you gonna drive me home? Yeah, yeah I forgot about that. I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. I have this Uber nearby. His name is Reza. <laughs> Four and a half stars. <laughs> Four and a half. Yeah. Well, I don't know uh, what you are, dude. All right. All right. Fine. Fair enough. Cool. All right. Well, wishing everybody a, a, again a happy Thanksgiving. Absolutely. And uh, we'll we'll we're looking forward to seeing you guys next week. Awesome. <laughs>